All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. What's up, everybody? We uh, just finished up Tuesday's show. Uh, I'm at the house now. I mean, and I got a broken window. The air is blowing in on me. Right by your face. And I was like, is there a vent on? <laughs> it's like negative zeros over there. And, and Eddie's like, like, no, your window's broken. <laughs> so we finally have it shut again. I don't know. It has been kind of a disaster over the last few days where, and if you live in the North, and a lot of my friends do, you give us a lot of crap, but we're, we don't have, we don't spend money to fix ice and snow because it happens so rarely. And why would you buy a bunch of salt trucks or have a lot of infrastructure built to combat snow and ice if it almost never happens? You spend it on other programs. Mm-hmm. So when it happens here, everything shuts down because we, we don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. Hey, and who are the guys on the road with the uh, shovels in the front of their truck and like uh, salt in the back, like salt feeders? They look like corn feeders, you know, but it's salt back there. But it's in a regular pickup truck. And it's it's, like, it could still probably be the city. Okay, so it's just like yeah. maybe contractors or the city. And we still have a few trucks, but if I have another friend that hits me up from Wisconsin, or, I know. Or it's like, I guess we're not, one, we don't get it often, so we're not used to it. And then two, we don't have the things to stop it. And if people are complaining about, oh, look, people crying about the temperature, when I grew up in Arkansas, we didn't get snow often. And our house, depending if it was a house or a trailer, it wasn't built for cold weather because why would you spend yeah. any more money on it? So we didn't have a lot, and we also didn't have the ability to stay warm in the house because of it either. Same reason. If you didn't have any money, you weren't going to spend what you did have on insulating your house when all, that almost never happened. Right. So it is just dumb, though. It's just ice. I'm trying to convince Eddie to go walk out on the pool. We have pools frozen over. I think it's frozen over enough. <laughs> we think. Well, <laughs> no, no way. He'll go. What through. happened yesterday was I posted a TikTok and I said, Caitlin, how many uh, likes to go walk across the pool? And she goes, 100,000. In an hour, I had over 1.5 million views on oh, this no. thing. And had over 100,000. But what sucked was I put an, enough of my house in it in the road. You could identify where we were. So I had to pull the video down. I was so irritated at myself because I had the, my first ever extremely super viral vi- video mm-hmm. that was about to happen on TikTok. But you could see where we lived exactly and had to pull it down. So so she doesn't have to do it now? No, not anymore. But I think it would be funny if Eddie did. And I told him he doesn't have any followers on TikTok. And if he does it on mine, I'll tag him and people yeah. will go follow him. But, but I mean, for something like that to go viral, though, like I'd have to fall in it. Pe- well, to go super viral, yes. Yeah. But I don't people, really want to fall in it. But people will still watch it. And I'll go, hey, Eddie, if you walk across this, I'll tell all my people to follow you on TikTok on the video. Then you walk across it and then I'll be like, hey, everybody follow Matt Producer Eddie. That'll go and it'll get a few hundred thousand views. So you want me to make a decision based on followers. But that's what life's about now, oh, bud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I've been Googling too, like, well, since the first time yeah. you asked me, like, do swimming pools freeze, like, yeah, fully or whatever? Of course they do. And uh, they say, like, after it's below zero, a couple of days, yeah, it freezes. But we haven't gotten below but zero. But we've been like three days at like four and two and one. I have faith in you. How about we both go on there and play a game of hockey? That's dumb. You just go across real quick. Okay. Get a bunch of followers. Mm. I'll throw in a couple bucks and okay. some dry clothes. A couple you, bucks? What do you mean? I'll Venmo you 50 bucks if you make $50? it. $50? Yeah. 100 No. 
Come on, dude. I could die. But here's the thing with you. I negotiate with you, and you never, you don't even take up that offer. What do you mean? When we, you were going to sell me your soul? Yes. But then, you know, we got people telling me the truth. Like, but you don't people, that's not truth. You don't want to sell your soul. All you're doing is writing on a piece of paper. Bones. Uh, so, like, I just have to walk on it and $100? You got to walk across it, and I give you 60 The deep end? Middle of it. It's, oh, my god! But the middle of it's not over your head. So sure, you, it's up to my chest, Bones. Like, so if I fall in the water and I go into my chest... How am I going to get out? Like, I have to find the ice that's not broken to get out. Well, or- if there's a hole in it, you just push the rest of it down. Oh, my goodness. And and I'll tell you this. If you guys follow my TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bones, I'll put Eddie's account up there, and you can link it and push it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're going to make it, no problem. You do? Yes. Have you tried it? Yes, I walked on the edge of it. On the edge? And mm-hmm. it didn't break? Mm-mm. Did it crack at all? It oh, made a here noise. We go. <laughs> here we but- go. You don't want the noise. <laughs> it's any- When I step on the floor, it makes a noise. <laughs> Stop it. Amy, what is your take here? I mean, I think that he should just do it, but I think he should get paid for do not if he makes right. it across, but if he okay, does fair. it no matter what, because like he's your already- Your agent made a good good deal. Thank you, Amy. Love yeah. it. 60 bucks regardless, make it or not. Amy, 100, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, no. So I went from 50 to 60. My agent is hey, talking to you. Uh, 100 or we walk and not <laughs> on ice. Not on ice. I love it. I went from 50 to 60. Bones, come on. You have to move for you me. You want viewers? I'm trying to get you followers. Yeah, but but you, want, you want viewers too, so come on. Let's do this. Okay. So how cold is the water? Is it the same as the... The air. Does it feel... But I mean, the, the feel of it's got to feel colder. Amy, it's going to hurt. Eddie walked out there earlier and, and put his foot on it and was like, yeah. I didn't step on it. I just kind of pushed with my foot. Because I'm thinking I could do it. I yes. do cryotherapy and it's negative 200 and... 20 or something when what? I'm in there and I stand in there for three minutes. Yes, of course. He does? Yes. Kayla went to once. for my neck. Yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. it could be good for me if I fall through. $65. <laughs> Amy? No, no, don't lean on Amy. I'm Amy? telling you. I Sorry, I can't be leaned on right now. Thank you. Oh, $100. $100, dude, and I'll, do, I'll, I'll even do a double axle. Okay, hundred bucks it is, and you gotta do a double oh, axle crap. out there. That means I have to jump, right? You gotta do a twist, <laughs> a double twist. Yeah, like now you're for sure going in because there's. Yep, hundred bucks. Oh, no. Yeah, we got hundred bucks, and he threw in the double axle. Great. And it- <laughs> <laughs> the double axle. I don't even know what that is. You got it. I'm gonna go ahead and Venmo you the money now. Okay. So you can't back out oh, of it. Oh my gosh. This is contractual. My TikTok will be uh, Mr. Bobby Bones. Let's see, Eddie. So, oh, I get ten so percent. Pe- no, Amy, that, stop it. Uh, Amy, as an agent, you would. Okay, let's go one, mm-hmm. one ten. No, nope. no, th- then that still wouldn't be ten percent. You'd owe eleven dollars, oh, and you'd crap. be. <laughs> hey, so okay, okay, so so people listening though, can can they give me like a little advice? Do I wear a big jacket? Do I wear? I would the say you wear amount? as little as possible. Are you sure? Yeah, you, you don't just know anything. Get out though. fast. Because it would be it would be like falling into the water. With what do you want the least amount or most on? I would think that, but if I have a jacket, it'd be warmer. Like my, it gets no. wet and it's on you more. Mm, this is scary. I just got the thing. You just paid Eddie a hundred bucks. Nice. So I've already paid you. And I'm walking in the middle of the pool, doing a double axle, and I'm getting out. And going out the other side. What do you mean out? Of, You're side? walking across the pool. Okay, so walk, double axle, then keep across walking. The side. Okay. We'll do it. When we're done here. Fun. Can't wait. 
Dang, dude, what if you I make more money from my stupid bets? Probably. Than maybe at this job. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife is really like, "Are we still keeping Santa up?" Like, we have to. There's money on the line. Heck yeah, man. There's two more weeks left you know, here. The ice brought Santa down last night. Remember, if I drive by and he's not all the way blown up, stop it. Look, he had ice all over his head. I'm the not teddy driving. bear that he holds. I'm not driving ice. on the ice. I'm not driving on the ice. Oh, okay, good. Uh, you know what's funny too? Travis Denning, you'll hear it come up in a little bit, um, and play, and it's awesome. We taped that interview a few days, maybe the day Friday before we left, and people saw him sitting in the green room. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I've been open on some interviews we have to bring in before um, we do them. But Travis Denning was up, and we were doing a segment live, and he's sitting in the green room, and they're like, why is Travis Denning sitting in the green room randomly? <laughs> right behind Lunchbox. Yeah, it's because he was waiting to <laughs> come in and record this segment. Uh, so we'll talk to him coming up in a little bit. Well, what's funny is Kelsey Ballerini was back there on one of them, and people were just like, is that Kelsey? No, that's not her. Now, oh, they were debating like back Kelsey. and forth. <laughs> people on social media are funny and weird and at times upsetting to me because Caitlin wrote this poem for me on, and I read it on Instagram. We did a, I just was reading it. She wrote it in a, in a card for Valentine's Day. And I wrote the whole thing, and I think she was like, hey, you're one of all, you're my favorite of all the men. Like, I don't remember what, what the rhyme was. And she's like, I'll... I'll even watch countless hours with you of CNN, which she was just using that word to rhyme rhymes, for the most part. Of course. And although I do watch CNN, I watch everything a little bit, but I think for the most part, except for the opinion shows at night on all the channels, I feel like CNN for the most part are as unbiased as possible. They're all biased. But, um, so she wrote that, but then people were turn it to a completely political statement. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm so disappointed. And I'm like, God, Guys, you got to chill. So I tracked one of the people who was complaining the most. And I was like going through and look at some of their posts. And they were like, don't you just hate it when people turn everything into politics? And they were the one turning into politics on my feed. Oh my gosh. Like the people who complain the most about stuff are often the people that are doing it the most Mm -hmm. too. What they don't like is people that don't 100% absolutely agree with their politics. And it wasn't even a political thing. She was looking for a rhyming word. It was just a rhyme. I know. I'm trying to think of how else she could have rhymed like something with just the news. Like. Um, like you light me up like a red hot fuse. Yeah. There you go. But no, oh, you're the only. I'm not second I've guessing watched. her poem. But my, her poem is on a, on my Instagram. <laughs> so you can go check it out. I thought it was great. Put it up there, and of course people started to be jerks about it. That's why I stay off the, our show Facebook and just go to the B team page. They're much nicer over there, man. They are a lot nicer. Like I literally go over there and look stuff out, and I'm like, let's see what everybody's got to say. Somebody just drove in. What? No, stop it. Look out the window. Is there some? Is there a car here? No, no, just mine. Maybe it was over there. Okay, maybe I saw it in this here, so in this reflection here. So I guess it would be back over there. No, huh. no car. I've seen things. Yeah, it's just so icy and crappy here. Uh, Amy, you good? Anything you want to say? Yeah. I don't know. Just stay safe out there if you have to go anywhere. I am not skilled at driving in this kind of weather at all. Like I tried to drive on my driveway and almost ran into a tree in my front yard because I slid off. And I in our driveway, I had to get out and get in the passenger seat and let my husband get back in because I couldn't even <laughs> drive in our driveway. So just be careful out there. Eddie was the one who drove this morning. He drove over to my house. Yeah, I have a Jeep, though, with pretty good tires on it, 4 by 4 so I'm pretty much the only one in my neighborhood moving around. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. It's pretty cool. Ed O'McCain came on. Just fun, funny guy. If you like him here, you can go listen to the Bobbycast. We did a legitimate hour talk about his career and how he went and bought a bunch of his own CDs to make it look like people were buying his music 
and that's what kind of got him a record deal. So check that out on the Bobby Cash. Check out today's show. That's it. We'll see you guys soon. All right, bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. What a show we have for you today. Travis Denning will come by with a banjo, Ooh. and he's going to play Blink-182 on a banjo. Edward McCain is going to come by, who you may know from this song, I'll Be. I'll be your crying shoulder. He's going to be by. We also, maybe most teasable of all, there's another Scuba Steve unbelievable story today. Oh, yes. <laughs> Can't even keep up. They're all just random. He's like, I'm out of stories. <laughs> and then he tells me something else, and I'm like, well, got to talk about that. So there's a Scuba Steve unbelievable story coming up. Uh, Morgan sent me this. She said, hey, if you could watch just three TV shows for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Because we do talk about new shows we watch a lot. Mm-hmm. So what three shows, if you only got to watch three, would you choose? Amy? I would go with The Office... Friday Night Lights, and Friends. Very similar. I obviously have The Office because it's basically all I watch now anyway. Yeah. And I have Friends. Mm-hmm. And people that didn't grow up when Friends was big sometimes hate Friends. Like, Caitlin's not a big fan. She's like, it's all the fake laughing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's not I a can- big fan of Friends. That's that's interesting to me. And then I would pick Raymond. Oh, oh everybody, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. There's a lot of seasons, a lot of episodes. Yeah. I laugh still. That's a good one. Because you're just looking for consistency. Mm-hmm. All three of yours are funny. Yeah, yeah. What do you think I'm going to well, watch? I don't know. Friday Nights, for me, filled some sort of drama. Yeah, listen, I'm about no drama mm-hmm. ever. I know. Uh, That's why I'm like, it's interesting. All of yours are funny. Eddie? Yeah, see, I had to go comedy, too, because I feel like these dramas we watch because of suspense. and like, oh, what's going to happen next? You can't watch that over and over. So I went Seinfeld, a show about nothing, as one. Three's Company, Back to My Childhood, Jack Tripper. Your childhood? Yeah. you got to remember, he's 50. No, I'm not. I'm 41. Wow, that song was before you, though, bro. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was watching was reruns yes. or something. Yes, Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Nick at Night. I uh, love Three's Company, so I'd watch a lot of that. And then I would say The Simpsons, because there are tons of episodes, and it just never gets old. Aren't they still making them? They are. That's a great pick, because there have been over 20 seasons, I believe. Yeah, so just give me that. It'll never get old to me. Mm, that's a good one. There are... 32 seasons Crazy. of The Simpsons. What other show would be like that that's not a cartoon? Oh, jeez. Well, I, I mean, know. I mean that I would like, because that's a good Soap point. Soap operas, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess. The Simpsons at 32, Law & Order Special Victims Unit at 22 seasons. Wow. Gun mo- Gunsmoke at 20, and Law and & Order at 20 seasons. Okay. So you can get them. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That's a good... Uh, Simpsons is a great pick just based on... The amount you can watch. Yeah, yep. it's a good strategy because wow. you're watching it forever. Lunchbox? Right. I have Seinfeld. I have Survivor because there are new seasons all the time and it's something different every season and the challenge because it's always something different. It's just like Survivor. Competition, reality, backstabbing, and they're playing for money. You Reality shows, huh, that you already know who wins? That doesn't matter? <laughs> no, because they come out with new seasons still, so it's like... No, no, once you're on the island, that's it. Oh. It's not looking forward. You can't have what's still to come. Like, you're on the island. You're taking them with you. That's it. You don't have a streaming pass from the island. <laughs> what's well, happening here? I mean, Well, I, that's how I looked at it. I was like, those are never ending. I, they- and, and like the rules I, I have now. <laughs> <laughs> you can have whatever you want. Who cares? You guys are sending some whoppers of emails. Listen to this one here. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. 
by the way, just tell us you want to remain anonymous. Even if you send it from your email, we'll be completely anonymous. And here's a good one. Hey, Bobby Bones, I love your show. I'm a truck driver. I download your podcast every day on iHeart. I'm looking for some advice. My husband of 12 years plays a war game every day for hours. He doesn't sleep sometimes. He plays all night. He then sleeps in when I go to work. Recently, I found an old phone and discovered that he has a girlfriend on this game that he's never actually met. But he told her he was single and he had sent and received risque pictures from her. They've talked about meeting. So he says it was online. He hadn't met her. It's not that big a deal. (laughs) Question is, can we fix this if he doesn't think it's a big deal? He has stopped the game for now, but how do I know he won't do it again? Thanks for your advice. Absolutely love all of you. End of that email. Yeesh. It's a heavy one. Well, I feel like it's pretty easy. It's just that's cheating. What? She's worried about if it's not a big deal, and I would say, or if him saying it's not a big deal is like a red flag in a sense, and yes. If he were to be saying, okay, yes, this is a huge deal. You're right. I have to fix this. I can't believe I did it. But he's like, ah, it's not a big deal. I'm going to tell you why he's saying that, though, because he got caught. It's He knows it's a big deal. Okay. He got caught, and he's like, no, it's not a, not a big deal, babe. It's a girl. She's in video game. <laughs> hey, babe. It's probably exactly how he said it, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those. I believe he knows it's a big deal, or he would have told her, because if it wasn't a big deal, why not tell her about it? Yeah. So the question is, what does she do now? And part of her question, too, is can this be fixed? I thought that was kind of important. There's no more video games. Not now. He's got to work his way back up to, and he's not playing this game ever again. Right, because that's their time. Yeah. It, call of Duty, Call of Booty, whatever it is. <laughs> so dumb. It ain't <laughs> happening. We're child, there's no more. So it's tough because trust is something. It's just a hard thing, and everybody's different with it, and how much you got to work back. I would just say no more video games. He's on a year probation. He's never playing that game again. And if you find anything, you're out. Anything else, you're out. Yeah, I mean, I think that it can be fixed if he's willing to admit that it's a big deal. Great, great. She can go, okay, I need you to admit this is a big deal. I mean, but not you can't be like force him into that, but he needs to take some time and reflect and... And you need to make that clear somehow. But if he is nonchalant, like this is not a big deal, that's kind of crazy to me. So I feel like that means maybe it can't be fixed, sadly. So you're saying divorce? No, I'm saying (laughs) there's still hope here, Mm -hmm. but I would like to see him have a change of attitude. Yeah. Eddie? Oh, there's a lot of hope in my eyes. Like, you know, he obviously knows it's a big deal. He knows he did wrong. That's why he acted that way. But at the same time, there's also a void going on there in their relationship. Obviously, he's finding this need in his video games, and he found her through the video games. So obviously, they're not spending a lot of time together. So can this be fixed? Absolutely. It's going to take some work, but there's something that's not happening between them two, and she's got to figure out what that is. They both have to figure out what that is, but it's not over. Absolutely, this can be fixed. He only gets to play NBA 2K for now on. <laughs> no more of this war game. No, especially that war game. No I mean, more. I would cut video games for a while. Yeah. Let's let's get away from video games. Once they become a problem, 
Well, anything, you should probably step away from it. And I would love to see him, like, be all about that, too. You know what? This isn't good for me right now. Yeah, he's got to Instead of her having to be like, no more video games. Mm. I want him to step up and realize, like, what he needs to do, too. Listen, he's wrong. We all agree he's wrong. Totally. Do we think he can keep playing video games? No. Not now. Mm -hmm. No, not now as well. Can he eventually play video games? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Is there hope for this relationship? Yes. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. Hang in there, Anonymous. Thank you for emailing us. Good luck. Wow. You can email us, Morgan. How do they get in on the mailbag? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Chuck Wicks. You may know Chuck from a couple songs here. Here is Stealing Cinderella. She was playing Cinderella. She was riding her first bike. Or his latest, Old With You. Now I'm the luckiest guy in the room. Because I'm the one who gets to get old with you. My friend Chuck Wex is on. Chuck, how are you, bud? I'm good. It's good to hear Old With You. It's awesome. Yeah, I agree. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, let me it's say awesome. a couple things about Chuck. First of all, he does a podcast called Talk to Chuck. It is growing like a weed. Um Super funny. They get a, hu- a bunch of guests on, too. Recently, Brittany and Jason Aldean, Travis Denning, Carly Pierce, all that. Blah, blah, blah. I heard Chuck wants to go be a pro bowler, which is crazy <laughs> to me. And then I, because I, Chuck hits me the other day and goes, hey, let's go bowling. And I was like, for me, bowling's a little too covid I'm going to step out <laughs> yeah. until, I finish, <laughs> until I finish shooting my Nat Geo show. I got four episodes left. Because if I get COVID, the whole production shuts down. And I said, hey, I'm going to take you up on that, but not until my window closes. And so I then see he wants to go pro and that his parents were pro bowlers. And my mind right. is blown. Tell me about your parents. Every time I tell the story, no one believes me that my parents were pro bowlers. They met bowling. Now, granted, this was in the 70s. ESPN like just started, like, what, in 77? Which, by the way, my mom was on ESPN bowling. That's how good she was. And then so I grew up in a bowling alley. So I grew up, like... My brother and I, you know, my grandmother was a general manager of the bowling alley in Delaware. So it was kind of, I was just surrounded by it my whole life. I never really took it seriously because I was just like, I don't want to say born into it, but I was born born into the bowling family. So I didn't think it was cool. I stopped doing it at 17 just to play baseball. I went to college, played baseball. And now... We were at, I think it started at Aldine's house because, of course, he has a, his own bowling alley. So we're all over there and we're bowling. And I'm like, just, I won like 1500 bucks. Like, betting. everybody's over there. They're like, oh, $100 a game. And I didn't tell anybody that my mom and dad were pros. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that I was like secretly kind of good. And I swept the floor. I mean, I beat Kane Brown, John Party, Jason Aldine. I mean, it was, I mean, it was good. And they handed over the money via Venmo. And then I was like, man, this is kind of fun. I want to get in the league. And then Jimmy Allen hits me up. He's like, man, I want to bowl too. Let's get in the league. So now we bowl in this league. It's me, Jimmy Allen, Mitchell Tenpenny. Dude, Mookie Betts from the Dodgers is in our league. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so are are you dominant in your bowling league? Are you already the best? I'm not dominant. There's some really good bowlers. I'm not trying to roll up in here and be like, I'm the best ever, but. Uh, right now I'm averaging 202, and to get my pro card for the league that I signed up in with Jimmy and Mitchell, I need to average above 200 for the league. And if I do, 
I can get my pro card. But what does that mean if you get your pro bowling? By the way, Chuck Wicks is on with us right now. He's trying to be a pro <laughs> bowler. What does that mean if you get your pro bowling card? It just means that um, I can do PBA events. So, like, I can go into a tournament and bowl with other professional bowlers, and then if I do well, you may turn on ESPN and see Chuck Wicks bowling in the professional bowlers. <laughs> it's funny, but it's awesome. Have you ever bowled a perfect game? I have in practice. I've never bowled it in the league, though. Wow. But you've bowled a perfect game. I have, yeah. How, how do y'all play your league? Like, you get together? Or is it virtual or what? Every time someone gets a strike, someone has to remove article of clothing. <laughs> they asked me to play, <laughs> too. Sorry. It wasn't for me. Yeah. That's why Bali doesn't want to show up. That's why she's like, no, last time I was, like, naked by game three. They're at the bowling um, alley. Yeah, we're at the bowling alley. It's, um, I think I know, They everyone has masks on. They kind of separate the lanes. But they, but, you know, you don't know whose fingers are going in what balls and stuff like that. So it's good to have your own balls. Um, but it's it's a three-man team. And you just, we show up every Sunday and we go against another team and, you know, it's like 36 more weeks left, and we'll see what happens. Wow. Okay. There he is. Pro bowler. Wow. Chuck Wicks. Podcaster who has the podcast Talk to Chuck. Country music right. star. Maybe pro bowler. And now also he wants to be a model. Now, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing about Chuck. He is annoyingly a good-looking guy, right? He has all these – he was an athlete. He could play music. And he also has to have, like – the perfect chin. Jawline. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's what's annoying about Chuck. So now you want to be a model. What's this about? Um, well, I appreciate you saying that. I'm uh, Jawline. I appreciate that, Amy. Um, so when I was in college, my mom made me, she's like, you need to start modeling so you can pay off the credit card. I'm like, all right, I'll go to an agency and see what I can do. And I did, you know, not to brag, but I was in a couple Dillard's, uh, you know, newspaper ads in college. And I was just like... <laughs> My wife, Kathy, was like, it's all about the side hustle these days. You just like, nobody does one thing. And Kathy was like, hey, I'm thinking about calling the Block Agency, which is this agency in, in Nashville. She's like, do you know Mark Block? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call. She's like, I think there's like a, I can do a lot of stuff that moms do. Like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a niche for that. Like a lot of, you can do a lot of modeling for like moms, like stuff, like pamphlets. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I want to do it with you. And I want to go on Disney cruises. I want to be the family that's in the pamphlets for Disney cruises. <laughs> because it's not about, listen, guys, it's not about the money. It's about the free cruises. And it's about the free trips. Mm. Well, is and it going to be... And then it's about the pamphlet cred. Is he going to be a bowler or a model? <laughs> which, which one are we betting on Chuck's career? <laughs> we can't do both? Is he going to make more money? Let's just put a little wager here. More money in 2021 winning bowling matches games, whatever you call it, or modeling. Make your picks now. Came in. Go. Modeling. Modeling. No bowling. Dang, haters. Yeah, no bowling. Yeah, I'm, going be mod- I'm going modeling, too. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, his wife's going to be with them. I feel like there would be, yeah, demand for this family uh, pamphlet sure. thing. Well, Chuck, <laughs> I think you're a really bright guy, and I know that you're talking about side hustles, so I have a business idea for you. I often do this with the the, the guests that come on our show. I was wondering if you'd like to hear it. Maybe you'd like to, uh, t- you know, to run into it with me. Okay, go ahead. So if modeling and bowling doesn't work out, we open up a vaccine clinic, and we call it Chuck Wicks Pricks. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, let's, yeah, I like that. I think we should work on the title a little bit. Mm. Um, 
you know, let the wicks pricks you or something. I don't know. We can figure it out. I don't know. Get the prick from the wick. Doesn't sound like he yeah. loves it. I'll be honest with you. I've heard people love an idea. That ain't one yeah, of them. You don't have to don't, actually administer the... No, that's the thing. Chuck, Either Chuck or I <laughs> hit you with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chuck wicks pricks. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, we, we have to make money, not get sued, Bobby. <laughs> follow Chuck at Chuck Wicks. Check out his podcast. Talk to Chuck. It's very funny. They do a great job talking country music. They talk serious stuff, too. If you're looking for a new podcast, check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. Chuck, good to talk to you. Good luck in all your 97 new endeavors. That's right. We'll be bowling in a month when your uh, Nat Geo's done. All right, there he is. Chuck Wicks, everybody. Bobby Bone The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Luke Bryan said the secret to his 14-year marriage to his wife, Caroline, is all about talking it out. He told People Magazine that it's all about communication and giving each other the time to do the things they're passionate about. And he also added that couples should never go to bed mad. Luke Combs is releasing a full show of his concerts from his last tour. He teased the show on Twitter, letting fans know that it will be dropped this Thursday, February 18th. John Party talked about the first thing he wants to do once the pandemic is over. Honestly, I just want to go out, run into somebody I haven't seen in a while, buy them a beer, and just remember that I live in one of the best towns. Nashville's such a fun place to go out. That would definitely be my first thing I'd want to do. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. This is cool. There's a guy named Robert who owns a restaurant in Chicago. Well, lately in Chicago, you're talking about nine degree weather. It's super cold. And when he's driving to work the other day, he notices some guys on the side of the road selling tamales. And he's like, oh my gosh, it's freezing outside. What are these guys doing selling food? So he made a point to stop and buy them out of all their tamales because he understands being in the food business is tough. You got to eat. So he bought all the tamales from them. And then he goes to these little spots called Love Fridges. They're all over Chicago, and you can donate food for homeless people. So he buys them out, donates to these things, and now he's been doing it over and over. He says he buys up to about 15 dozens of tamales just to make these people go home and not stand in the cold. That- tamales. Oh, you're going to hate on Eddie for oh, a second. Oh, come yes, on. every time. I was going to say, but it's a great story. And then I think these guys making the tamales are now like, let's just make them, and hopefully he comes by and buys them real Robert quick. will be here at yes. night. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then he donates them. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Akron, Ohio. Police were at a Taco Bell because there was a dispute in the parking lot when one of the employees walked down and goes, uh, there's someone inside trying to rob the Taco Bell. Apparently a 36-year-old man had walked up to the counter and said, give me three tacos and three tacos only or someone's going to get shot. Oh, wow. Mm. He didn't even want money, uh, just tacos. And he went with an extremely violent crime for those three tacos. I think he'd had a better shot of going, hey, can I get three tacos? I'm literally starving and forgot my wallet. I think the odds are you would get them then and have a decent life than the other way. And he had to walk by the police to get in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, was he on anything? They say alcohol may have been involved. I think so. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On the phone right now is Tiffany in St. Louis. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hi, good. Super pumped to be talking to you. How's your day? It's going well. Well, I'm going to give you a chance to win one of our most coveted prizes. It is a collection of crap from the back, meaning we get sent a lot of promo materials. Some of it's good, some of it's not. Some music, some T-shirts. Who knows what it's going to be? 
We just call it crap from the back. And so if you pick the winner of this next game, we're going to send you a collection of our finest crap, crap from, from the, the back. back. Ah, nice. Okay, Tiffany? Okay. Okay. You can tell just she's pumped. She's ready. ready to <laughs> but I mean, other people's crap is another person's treasure. Well, sometimes yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. They're like, hey, this is where we've made an ice chest for John Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great ice chest. It's just got John Party's face on it. I love John Party's face. You may not. I don't, but if that's not one of them, that's just, you just crap for the back. Example, gotcha. So here we go. Here's the game. The 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been announced. What I'll do is I'll tell you the artist, and if you can name the most streamed song by that artist, you get a point. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Whoa. So, Tiffany, you're going to pick who you think will score the best of these players, okay? You have Amy, okay. Lunchbox, or Eddie. <laughs> oh, we know. Go, Eddie. Yeah, go, we, know, we know who's going to win this game. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. I won't even know half the artists. But it's, it's their most streamed song. Yeah. And there are seven of them. Okay? Uh, who would you like? Okay. Um, let's go with Eddie. Okay. Smart. Mm-hmm. Eddie? Good luck. Thank you. If you win, she wins. Crap in the back. Crap in the back. Perfect. All right, up first, Tina Turner. Uh, Don't play it yet. What is Tina Turner's most streamed song? Ooh. A nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Hope she gets it. She's going to get in. She's amazing. You do love her, don't you? Yeah. Everybody in? Mm Mm-hmm. In. Eddie? I have What's Love Got to Do With It. Lunchbox? What's Love Got to Do With It. Amy? What's Love Got to Do With It. The answer is... What's Love Got to Do, got to do With It. Okay, you're all even right yeah. now. Yeah. What's Love Got to Do With It. Next up, Mary J. Blige. Oh. Um, Mary J. Blige. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, how I see this is you two are just trying to keep this close till the end. If you can just stay close to Eddie, you have a chance to win. I mean, I don't even know if Eddie knows a Mary J. Blige song, first of all. Sure. She has especially one song that's massive. I'm really? sure, but I can't think of it right now because she's not t- singing it. I know that it's massive. I just need like a hint. It's massive. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Okay. Eddie, what do you have? I don't know why, but this just came to my mind. I have blinding lights. That's the weekend. Uh, Lunchbox. Lady Marmalade. Okay. Now, Amy? Flip it and reverse it. That's Missy Elliott. That's Missy. All right, here here is the actual song. Oh. Family Affair. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. I just realized I don't know any of those words. <laughs> holleration, holleration. Okay, next up, huh. Foo Fighters. If you guys can't even name one song, no, that's I can't. a problem. I no, can't. that's what I'm saying. I don't even know a song by them. I need a like a one word. Foo. No. Fighters. <laughs> like from the song. No. Or like a... The most streamed song from the Foo Fighters. Uh, is that that guy, Dave Grohl? It is. I've seen that documentary mm. where he goes to some studio. Uh-huh. Don't know anything about him, though. Okay. All right. Got it. Eddie? I wrote Everlong, and I'm not sure if that's the one. Lunchbox? Daughter. Pearl Jam. Good yeah. song, though. Uh, same guys. Maybe. No. Lonely Too Long. Uh, just you talking about yourself. <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is... Yeah! Everlong! Everlong. 
Yeah. I got long, right? Huh? You know the song? Yes. I got. No. I, I had long in there for a reason. I knew it was something like that. Jay-Z is up oh, next. Easy. Jay-Z. Oh! Wow! Jay-Z's most streamed song. Oh, man. That's hold tough. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is he singing that? Or hold on. What is going to be his... I'm in. Oh, Hundred. No. He. I'm drawing a blank. All right, guys. That's tough. Oh. Okay. All right, everybody's in? Yeah. Uh, Eddie? New York. Lunchbox? Yeah, Empire State of Mind. What you Empire, about? Yeah, New York. New Lunchbox? York. Big Pimpin'. Uh, Amy? Big Pimpin'. The answer is Numb Encore from Jay-Z, Linkin Park. You know pressure than whole, wow. riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah. Can't none of y'all mirror me back. Yeah, hear me rap, it's like hand G rapping his prime. I'm young H-O, rap's great for dead. How about LR Cool J? Okay. Got about 15 seconds here. LR Cool J. Write your answer down. His most streamed song? Men. Really? Yes. Yeah. Eddie. Mama said knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Mama said knock you out. That's right. That's right. Yeah! Mama said knock you out. All right, two more. Let's see here. How about the uh, 80s band Devo? Oh, I got it. I'm in. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, you don't. Okay. Wow. If he gets this, he's only one, one song away. I mean, we and Eddie are tied. Hold on. Shh, quiet. Eddie takes his headphones off. Come on. Time. How you doing, Eddie? Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank. Lunchbox, sometimes you get really confident, though, and I hey. start to go, like, you got a good shot at this. And hey, then... you know what? You know what? Sometimes you get confident, and sometimes you get it right. Do you Boom. think you're getting this one right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you say, oh, yeah, or H, yeah? No, I said, oh, yeah. Okay. I don't say H, yeah. You I know, I'm, I know we're on the radio. Okay. I, I'm, I'm smarter than that. All right. Eddie. Oh, I, I flip it. Well, oh, no, no. Eddie, as soon it's as close. Because it's whip it. As soon as whip I it, said it. Whip it. Whip it. Woo, woo, woo. Amy, what do you have? Oh, woo. I have a uh, Baba D. Dabadoo. That's uh, Apple 65. Dang it. The answer is whip it. Yeah. Let's go. Good job. As soon as I How said did you flip know it, that? I'm like, wow. I have no idea. We're all tied up. Going to the last one. I said that name. It just, that was the first song in my head. Oh, man. 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Let's I'm go. just going to say on record, I'm rooting for Lunchbox. I'm yes. just saying on record. <laughs> I'm underdog oh, for sure. Oh, no, because yeah. I don't want her to win. So. Oh, true. No, no, but I'm still oh, rooting for Lunchbox. Oh, yeah. Lunchbox. Bones. Crap in the back. Yeah, Eddie, yeah, not rooting for you. Okay. Oh, man. Come on. Up for the Hall of Fame is a band oh, called I'm- Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. I don't know if I'll get this one. You don't know Rage Against the Machine? I've heard of them. Oh, I thought you I just don't know the name of their song. He just roared. Roar. He did Rage, I think. All right, five seconds. Needle in the eye. Needle in the eye. That's a good one. Firefly. Firefly. That's that's that other band, Firefly. Neon trees. All right, I need to answer lunchbox. Uh, <laughs> neon trees. No, you're thinking of Owl City. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah we met them. <laughs> I have fire. Eddie? I'm, I'm just guessing Bulls on Parade. That's it. The Dang answer it. is Killing in the Name. Yeah! Oh! Killing in the Name of 
Oh, now you know. Neighbor. it. I just don't know the names of the songs. I don't. I. I... Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go sudden death here. I'm just gonna play you an artist. You have to name name who it is. Okay. Play, you're gonna do what now? I'm just gonna play the song. Play by the, the song. Play, and you have to name who the artist oh, is. Oh no! Are they up for the Hall of Fame? They are. Okay, ready? Here we go. They're up for the Hall of Fame. Can you name this artist? Eddie. Eddie. Blondie. Incorrect. They're already in. Do you know who this is? Joan the Heart. You mean Joan Jen the Blackhearts? That's it. <laughs> I mean, that was close. That's the Go-Go's. Incorrect. All right. Oh. Next up, can you name this artist? That's it? Yeah. Ain't nobody. You got anything? Uh, yeah, lunchbox. Go ahead. Whitney Houston. Eddie? Yeah, Whitney Houston. Well, you can't no, take you my can't answer. answer. You can't take You're both wrong. Okay, no wh- okay, what if I play the same artist? What if I play this? Tell me something good. Oh, I got it. Eddie. Eddie, Chaka Khan. Correct, winner. Yeah! Hey, Lunchbox, you pushed him. You should be proud of yourself. Hey, you came close, though, but no, I won. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to be the music guy, and you can't even. You won. When's the win? Is our caller still on? She is. Yes. So you want to talk to her? Who is what that do you person? think? Who, what do you think? We won. Chaka Khan. Oh. Yeah, she's too excited. Yeah, she's like, cool. Now I'm going to get some crap in no. the back. <laughs> Good job, Eddie. There you go. Thank you. Thank we'll, you. We'll try to send you something cool, right? We'll, we'll find our coolest crap in the bag. Yeah, Ray's got the stuff. Ray's already got the stuff. What is it, Ray? Lauren Elena signed CD, Vince Gill CD, and then a uh, car racing hat. Lauren Elena wow. signed right. CD. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. All right. That's awesome. That's some pretty good crap in the bag. There she is, Tiffany in St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. Eddie, nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Travis Denning. Travis has co-hosted the show. Travis has had a number one song with After a Few. Going to play a little bit of this. Here you go. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. He was voted the prestigious CRS 2021 new face. Yeah. Look at you. Travis yeah. Denning is here. Thank you. Yeah. I've, been, I've been told I need a new face. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Golly. All right. <laughs> so this is what happened. I was doing this thing on TikTok where I said, hey, Stitch, and put you playing after I say this, and I want to see you. We're going to bring some people up. Well, Travis goes, I'd like to make a submission and play the little part that you played on the TikTok. That was it, a cutoff. And he goes, I wrote this, <laughs> <laughs> and it's obviously Blink-182, what's my age again? And so I hit him up. I was like, Travis, come play that on the show. I'd love to hear Blink-182 on a banjo. Now, did you have to learn the whole song after? Oh, absolutely. Last night, I, I sat there and woodshedded <laughs> this whole thing. I was obviously a huge Blink fan growing up, but just did not really learn the words as a you know eight-year-old. So I learned them as a 28-year-old last night. Okay, well, before we talk about anything else, here he is with his banjo. It is Travis Denning playing Blink-182. Here we go. Yeah. I'm so nervous. I took her out. It was a Friday night, I walk alone To get the feeling right We started making out And she took on my pants Then I turned on the TV That's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And now some more amused by TV shows What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should have my age What's my age again? What's my age again? 
later on on the drive home i called her mom from a payphone i said i was a cops and your husband's in jail the state looks down on the tv that's about the time that girl hung up on me no one likes you when you're 23 and now some more news i took a break for calls what the hell is wrong with me my friends say i should have my age what's my age again what's my age again Travis did it. Come on. Can you play any song on that? Could you play the chorus of After a Few? On Absolutely. Right, here yeah. we go. <laughs> In my banjo voice? No. Yeah, yeah. You, you can do verse and chorus. After whatever. a few drinks, it's always the same thing. We find ourselves lost in conversation at the bar. After a few songs, the kind that you hold on, we find ourselves leaning up against my car. Should have stopped at once, say goodbye, giving up at two. If we didn't want to wind up falling into my bed like we always do. After a few, oh, yeah, after a few, oh, yeah. <laughs> he has to do that every time. <laughs> That's the out, regardless I mean, of the song. Hey, when we get back on the road, the whole set's full band, and then just banjo solo after a few. <laughs> What's your guitar story? What, how old were you when you finally started to go, I can actually play real songs? So I, I, Santa brought me my guitar when I was 11, and um, so, yeah, I started playing then, and when I was like six or seven, that's kind of when I was really starting to really get a good grasp on it, and actually my parents told me at that point, you know, I had some cheap starter guitar, they were like, hey, we know you're taking it seriously, and we kind of want to challenge you, um, if you'll learn Stairway to Heaven front to back, like no stops, no messed up notes, we'll buy you whatever guitar you want. And so I spent the next like four months with my guitar teacher and parents came home from work one day and I was like, all right, come upstairs. I got it. And, uh, played it for them and they bought me my first Gibson Les Paul. That's what I wanted so bad. And I literally just recorded two new songs and played that guitar on both songs. I still use it to this day. Can you still play the opening lick from Stairway to Heaven? Oh, hey. On banjo? On ba <laughs> Man, I'm going to get smited for half these licks. Right, This is just like anti-rock and roll, but we're doing it. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold. And she's buying a stairway to heaven. Just sounds country gotta, like gotta that. Finish with it, okay. When she gets there, she knows if the stores all are closed. With a word, she can get what she came for. <laughs> it's good though. <laughs> there he is, Travis Denning. If uh, so, we've talked about this before, but your girlfriend, who's not a fiance yet. Not, not yet. Right, but that I means eventually, right? I'm not even going to pressure we, you on that. But I mean, it's the idea that you'll you be sound together. like everybody in my life right now. Actually, I'm not going to pressure you, but when's it happening? Well, I'm not asking that. But Madison is John Michael Montgomery's daughter. Mm -hmm. Do you learn his songs? You know, I actually don't know any of his songs. The one song I do know by heart though is "Letters from Home" because that's I've got like four songs in country music that are a automatic like cry song and that that's one of them just that song just gets me so i know all the words of that one 
favorite 90s country song that, that, that you will play in your set? Do you have any? Oh, yeah. Uh, Church on Cumberland Road by Shenandoah. Okay, well, let's hear a little bit of that oh. on the banjo. <laughs> this is not rehearsed by the way. <laughs> Just about a mile off of 109, there's a little church sitting back in the pines. Promised that girl she was going to be mine. I wouldn't be surprised if she was standing there crying. Oh, oh. Didn't know a born out fall could go so slow. Said one, you gotta put your foot down on the floor. Yeah, we've been rocking all night, but don't you know you gotta get me to the church on the Cumberland Road. Yeah. Come on. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, you came up here only because I was like, you got to come play Blink 182. <laughs> so I appreciate you doing that. You guys, uh, check out Beers Better Cold. It's Travis's EP. He's got the big hit with After a Few, David Ashley Parker. Where's that beer been? He's on TikTok. What are you doing on TikTok for the most part? Uh, d- Like really dumb videos, like banjo videos. And my most viewed one right now is Madison's Cat. Uh, Millie, which Matt Stell dubbed her Millbilly, so I really like like that name. I threw an ice cube across the kitchen like floor, and she loves ice cubes. She ran after it and and slid and absolutely headbutted the refrigerator like really loud too, and just got right back up, picked it up. It's got almost like half a million views. <laughs> so of all the fantastic playing and picking that you've been doing on your TikTok. A cat running into a fridge is your most viewed. Oh, dude, I got videos. I'm like, this is a song I, you know, I really care about. Wrote this about my dad, and I'll, it gets like four views. <laughs> <laughs> M- Millie running into the refrigerator just <laughs> blows up. Travis Denning, follow him. Travis R Denning on Instagram. Funny guy. Hey, great job today, by the yeah, way. He's coming in dominating. <laughs> Because you came in just on request, whenever you're ready with your next song, whatever you want to do, you got one free ticket to come up whenever you want. Perfect. Whatever you want to promote when you're ready, come on up. I'm going to bring an acoustic guitar that time. but I'll An acoustic there. banjo. You heard it here first, everybody. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So this is crazy. This girl, she's 22 years old. She's on TikTok, and she comes across a breast cancer awareness video saying, hey, you got to do your self-exam. So the TikTok video is actually teaching people how to properly check for breast cancer. So she saw it and she was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll check for it. She found a lump. Mm. 22 years old. I don't think anywhere in her mind did she think that this would be her. So, yeah, I'm just going to use this as an opportunity if you're listening to the radio uh, to... Do self-exams. I'm horrible at it, but seeing this is encouraging me to go home and probably try to do it correctly. And apparently they show you how on TikTok. Well, I'm not going to be searching for that one myself, but... (laughs) Well, men can get it too, you know. Yeah, but we can get breast cancer? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, what else? Uh, Okay, so, you know, we were talking about the Birkin bags the other day, the Hermes bags that are anywhere from... What's the difference in Birkin and Hermes? Well, so Hermes is the brand, and Birkin is the particular style. No idea. Yeah, so (laughs) that's the one that often can run you half a million dollars for a handbag. Not often. There's one, (laughs) but they are like... $20,000. $20,000. Yes. Okay, so somebody cut up a Birkin bag and made some Birkenstock lookalikes, and they're selling them for $76,000. 
So they cut up that purse to make shoes, and the shoes cost $70,000? Yes. And so I also saw an article that, because my friend was texting me about it too, and she was like, oh my goodness, like I saw that the two companies maybe aren't even involved in this, that maybe somebody else cut up the bag and made the shoes. Can so. you imagine you just have an Etsy page and you're like, well, I got this bag. <laughs> and then what if Let's somebody- see if anybody buys it. Crazy. Right? Wow. <laughs> just so much money. I mean, okay. in case anybody's interested. And then, Bobby, I know you're uh, getting married and Caitlin will likely do a dance with her dad. So I have a list of the top father-daughter dances at a wedding. Taste of Country put this out. Smack that. <laughs> no, they're all country. No. Oh. Number five? <laughs> uh, Chuck Wicks, Stealing Cinderella. She was playing Cinderella. She was riding her first bike. That's a good one. And at number four, Rascal Flatts, My Wish. My wish I think you. this is what my husband and his mom danced to. Maybe I have Gary sing it at the wedding. Ooh. He did text me the other day and go. Is he coming? Of course. Gary LaVox, yeah, that's my guy. That's awesome. Yeah. He did text me and go. I ain't got my invite yet. I said, well, can we ain't sent him out yet. We had to move the wedding back a couple months. He goes, I just want to make sure it's still coming. I was like, yeah, sit your butt down and wait for it. Mm. But yeah. Uh, but what I'm going to do, my move is, is just to go, hey, so does the band need to know anything in case you want to get up there and sing? That's the move. Mm-hmm. And not ask them to sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll sing. What else? Bob Carlisle, Butterfly Kisses. Butterfly Kisses. All right. Do you ever give Caitlin butterfly kisses? I don't know what that is. It's a, where you kiss oh, you know your eyelashes. Come over here. Oh, I don't. I did not know what that was, and no, I do not. Oh, do I, it. Don't say come over here. Do it. And you're wearing sunglasses <laughs> yes, today. And you're wearing your glasses. We can't. Yeah. Um, do it tonight. Just be like, hey. And She's then like, be like, what are my eyes itch? What are you doing? <laughs> She'll know what it is. All right, number two. Heartland. I loved her first. Oh, yeah, that's Caitlin's dad sending you a message. Yeah, back off. She was mine first. Wait, back off. <laughs> He's staring at me the whole time while this yeah. is playing. I loved her first. And? And then Tim McGraw, My Little Girl. Go on, take on this old world, but to me you know you'll always be. Could you do Don't Take the Girl? Or is that too, like... <laughs> if he stares at me the whole time. Okay. Don't take it. Yeah. Before we go, in yesterday's pile, you talked about McDonald's selling sheet cakes. Remember that? Yeah. So Lunchbox went through the drive-thru and tried to order sheet cakes, or at least ask him about it, if they had sheet cakes at McDonald's. Oh, I'm curious, yeah. Here you go. Here's number one. I, I saw on the Bobby Bone Show and on TikTok that you guys sell sheet cakes. Is this true? Oh, we sell what? Like birthday cakes. No, we don't, we don't sell that. So they were lying to me. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So you're telling me TikTok is full of liars? I don't know. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Why is this guy doing this to me? He's yelling at him. Mystery Uh, solved. Here's another one. Welcome to me, Doc. How may I help you today? How's it going? I'm really good. Thank you. Okay, I got a question for you. So I was the Bobby Bones show. I was listening to them, and they were talking about there's a video on TikTok. If you come to McDonald's, you can buy a sheet cake. Not in this one. Maybe in another store. Maybe try in the West End. Maybe they have it because they have a playground. So you do not sell birthday cakes? No, we don't. In this in this location, no. All right, well, happy okay. birthday anyway. Okay, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. That's interesting, the yeah. playground part of it for birthday parties. Maybe someone did it there. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I'm just telling you, you go to McDonald's, you're not going to get a sheet cake. That was just a nut. Somebody probably making it at home and bringing it in, selling oh. it at McDonald's. <laughs> All right, there you go. Amy, close it up. I'm Amy. That's my pile. 
That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This guy Harlan was out in California visiting a friend. He's like, all right, man, I got to head back home to Lake Tahoe. He jumps in the car, and it's only a 60-mile drive. Well, the highway was shut down because of snow, so GPS says take this other road, and he gets up this other road that's unplowed. It gets so deep in snow, he can't even turn his truck around, so he's stuck. He's stuck there for six days. Wow, days. Days. He had two cans of beans, bread, and some sausages that he rationed out over those six days. He had a little Bunsen burner thing that he would melt snow to make water so he could drink. And his cell phone got wet, so he couldn't make any calls. Oh, my. This is just adding up. So, luckily, he had some pasta and some hand warmers. He put them all in a Ziploc bag, (laughs) dried out his phone, finally snapped on some snow boots, and hiked four miles to the highest point, called 911. His cell phone dropped coverage, but luckily they were able to GPS it from that call, brought a helicopter in, and saved him. That's like a movie. I just had the whole cinematic experience right there. Bones, do you have anything, like, if that happened to you right now, do you have anything in your car that you can survive on? That's a good question. That's what I do. If I had even all that food, I'd be like, they're going to be in an hour. I'm going to eat it all. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be like, uh, I, I wouldn't even have to be hungry. I would just be like... Well, I might be here for a few hours. It's time to eat everything in the car right this second. <laughs> um, and in my car now, mm-mm, I got some Band-Aids. <laughs> you got nothing, right? A pair of shoes. This guy had beans. A book. I'm thinking of, what's in, of a cowboy hat. That's about what's mm-hmm. in my car right now. This guy's got bread and beans. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. They're selling a 40-pound block of cheese. It costs $112. Do you go through that much cheese? No, I wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, if you're having a big party, but who is these days? It's called a mother loaf. It's a 40-pound block. That's a lot. 112 bucks. I was thinking, because I don't eat that much cheese. I like cheese. Man, cheese and bread are just like my favorite things. But but what can you not keep at your house because you're always running out? For us, it's paper towels. Oh. Just nonstop. We can't keep paper towels in stock. In stock, like I'm a store. <laughs> what What is it for Let's you? Let's see. We go through Pirate's Booty like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I love it. My kids love it. So, I mean. <laughs> I always thought Pirate's Booty was popcorn. It's not. It's like popcorn. It's like a cheese puff kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, ice cream. You guys uh, eat that much ice cream? Every day the boys eat ice cream. And there was a point where I would buy my um, Nutty Buddies. And I would hide them in the back uh, uh, behind all the vegetables. And it would last for two days. And I'd be like, yes. And somebody would see me eating it. And then they would find it. And it'd be gone the next day. Are you still on your diet? Yeah, of course. Nice. No ice cream for me. Lunchbox? Trail mix. I mean, I can sit there and just pound a bag of trail mix. My wife likes trail mix. And my two-and-a-half-year-old walks up and goes, I need raisins. I need trail mix. <laughs> raisins? He loves the raisins. Out of out everything there. in there? Out of everything wow. in there, he likes the raisins. Do you do trail mix with the chocolate in it? Because that's the only way to do it. Yeah. I do it with chocolate or without chocolate. You got the ones with M&M's. You got yeah. some with like peanut butter cups. I like the ones with all M&M's and chocolate and then just a couple little fruit things. It's <laughs> <laughs> a couple nuts. Yeah. Uh, we have Edwin McCain coming in to perform in a few minutes. You may know this song right here. Literally saw him on TikTok was like, let's have him in. He drove a couple states over and is going to perform for us. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's happening. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. So I once met an astronaut who was claustrophobic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Turns out he just needed a little space. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. That was the morning corny. These people were trapped for 33 days on an uninhabited island. Nobody knew where to find them. And so they just have to survive for over a month. And they ate coconuts, conches, and rats. Wow, uh, rats. No way. Yes way. Yes, yes you way have to. to live, uh, you would eat a rat. I, okay, I get that. But I mean, it still would be really <laughs> difficult for me to swallow. Not me. I'm starving. No. Hook it up. Well, yeah. no, they have coconuts. Two men and a well, woman were first spotted Monday by the U.S. Coast Guard. There was a helicopter flying a routine mission near the Florida Keys. As of Wednesday morning, they're still... Uh, not out of them figuring out if they're okay or not. Mm. But it reminds me of Eddie's diet now, basically. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rat in my diet. Yeah, but you're, you're just eating so little. Yeah. Yeah, two boiled eggs in the morning and then five ounces of fish for lunch and dinner and a, and a cup of veggies. That's it. You got to wonder if they started to go, we're never going to get off this island. For sure. After about two weeks, you're going, are we going to be here forever? Mm-hmm. And do you get better at trapping rats? Probably. Did they How ever? How did the rats even get there? I think they lived there. Just no, but there. it's like a... They, no, they were on the tourist boat right before that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, I just don't see a lot of... I don't know. I've never been to an island like that. I just don't picture rats. A conch is like a, a water animal, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, in a shell. Aren't shell they an yes. aphrodisiac? I have no idea. That's an oyster. That, that's all they're doing no. is making out the whole time? <laughs> no. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Edwin McCain. I'm a big fan. I tell you guys, when I was in college, I saved up all my money. And I went across, and OBU was a school where the rich kids went, and, and Edwin was playing the rich kids' school. <laughs> and I was like, I love Edwin McCain, saved him the tickets. I got in the very back of the theater, and I watched him play for an hour and a half, him and a horn player. And it was really, I remember so much about it, Edwin, so I'm super ha- super glad you're here, and I don't have to pay for this show. Uh, I feel I feel like maybe maybe we we gypped you for only showing up with guitar and saxophone, but, <laughs> you know, I, we, we played in any... Uh, iteration back then we could show up and play however so yeah i was looking at your tiktok here and that's that's actually what brought you here it's so bizarre this whole thing how i got here anybody tells you that they have a plan in the music business they're just lying it's just (laughs) all accidental it's a complete (laughs) accident my entire life is a giant accident i was uh, obviously a big fan growing up and then i'm flipping tiktok and i see you singing with people doing I'll be your yeah. cr- and I'm like, holy crap, he's he's playing. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> and so we call you, and you're like, yeah, I'll be right over. And here you, you drove over. I, I, I'm so I'm I'm just shocked. I was like, people are like, what? Why are you going on there? I was like, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea why they're. I was like, I I I, I feel like okay. I'm just gonna show up. I mean, yes to that because uh, I've literally, you know, I've just kind of been out of the loop. I've just been home doing the, you know homeschool thing with my kids and I, I kind of made the decision to be home with my kids and 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 do the deal and so all of a sudden I'm back in the music business again it's cool <laughs> I'm gonna play a couple clips real quick in case you've been living in a rock under a rock here's, here's I'll be and here is I could not ask for more I could not ask for more. Yeah. Yeah. He goes hard. It is a little aggressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, that's, that's begging to have a parody video of, you know, somebody throwing a bouquet of roses at their girlfriend. Ah! <laughs> you know? Is it true, and you can true or false me on this, that you got your record deal because 
Darius and the Hootie guys were like, you got to sign this guy. Pretty much. Yeah. No, I was with I was with them when they got signed to Atlantic and they basically said, yeah, we're bringing him with us. And they were like, yeah, whatever. We'll take him, too. And, you know, they and it was yeah, it's a miracle. I, I spent my life trying to repay those guys for what they did for me. Um, and, and I say this all the time. Like, if you haven't read Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, Everyone, especially if you're in your 20s and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life, read that book because the importance of timing can't be overstated. Like, I worked really hard. I'll, I'll never deny that. But the when I was was as important as anything I did. Um, the timing was perfect. The Everybody was tired of grunge. They just got, they were so tired of staring into their lint-filled belly buttons. And then Hootie and the Blowfish <laughs> came along, and we were like, we have friends again, and yay, and whoever that guy is, yeah, we like him too. And that was it. You know, we were just really, really right place, right time. I went over and looked at your cameo. You charge $100 a cameo. Now, if they pay that, cause I, I'll be honest with you, pretty steep, Edwin. You think? A hundred bucks? <laughs> Snoop Dogg charges eight hundred. <laughs> okay. What does he do? Uh, everything. I'm singing to you. Yeah, okay, I'll that's sing what I was going to song to you. That's what I was going to ask. We just had Valentine's Day, where people oh, hitting you yeah. up, going, "You got to sing." Play the whole song too. Oh, the that's... whole song. You get almost five minutes worth of this guy. <laughs> Dedicated yes. straight to that person. Yes, my wife. Feels the same way you do about that. Just by the way, people pay you for that. Yes, <laughs> they do. No, I just am looking at the prices of folks and 100 bucks. Yeah. But if you're playing a song, I think you should raise the price. Yeah, I agree. So here's the thing. So I feel like, and this is something I say to the young musicians too. If you go out there and play for free for tip jars, then that's what you're, you just told the world that's what your value is. You know, go, you, you. Charge for what you do. I mean, if you are good enough to be playing in public, then you're good enough to be paid for it. Well, you have a rating of 5.0 out of 5. I got, I actually, I got a couple of bad reviews because at the beginning of TikTok, <laughs> I didn't really under, I mean, at the beginning of Cameo, I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. And I was literally like wearing a hard hat, getting ready to go get in an excavator. And I'd be like, hey, it's good to see you. And I'd do something stupid. And they were kind of expecting music and they were getting some construction worker. And I figured, I figured out real quickly, I was like, I'm not doing this right. So I got a couple of, uh, Who's this guy? Or I don't think this is the right thing. And <laughs> did you get a lot of them for Valentine's Day because they because I'll be such a big love song? Yeah, this is my Super Bowl right now. Uh, Valentine's Day is is my this is it. This is it. I'm, I did ten yesterday, and I'll do ten again today. And and yeah, it's it's full on. I love it. It's great. So, I, I've been getting cameos from people. Like I I got I got my wife one from uh, uh, the dude that was uh, from Chips. Eric Estrada? No, no, the other one. Don't know him. Yeah, Eric Estrada's yeah. friend? <laughs> yeah, the other guy. <laughs> Not Eric Estrada, the other guy. Anyway, my wife's a big fan, so I got her a cameo. <laughs> Edwin McCain is here. He's going to play in a second. Well, actually, I'd like to do this. The TikTok that I saw him that, that brought him back into my life was him duetting with someone because he would play the first part of I'll Be, and they would sing the second. And I thought I was going to jump in and do it to do one too, but it just hurt. You should do it. No, I'm not, but Amy is over here. Mm-hmm. And I think we can try this. I'll be Edwin okay. and Amy. All oh, right. boy. Okay. <laughs> I'll be captivated. Hang from your lips. Stared up on the gallows. Of heartache that hang from above. 
and shoulder I'll be love's suicide And I'll be better when I'm older I'll be the greatest fan of your life Yes, you will like that. Hey, what does that mean, love suicide, by the way? Like, help me. I've been singing it for 20 years. I don't know what it means. Uh, you know, I was pretty good at screwing up relationships in my early 20s, and that was sort of the explanation for it. Uh, you know, I would, I, uh, I didn't do, I didn't do very well, so I was the end of them. So I, I, that was how the line came out. And it's funny because the record company and every producer I ever worked with tried to get me to remove that line. And I was just, like I said, I'm, I have the oppositional defiance disorder and I never, you know, it just refu dug my heels in and refused to change the lyric. And, and, and that actually ended up working in my favor because when Hillary Duff re-released the song on a soundtrack, they edited out that lyric and I, I was like, you can't do that. And I called my lawyers. I was like, they can't do that, can they? And they were like, no, they can't. And I was like, okay. So that's how I have my bus now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hillary. We, we thought about changing the name of the bus to Hillary's Duff, but then... Yeah. Edwin McCain is here. How about this? Let's do a verse and chorus of I'll Be, because I'm going to ask you to do something else, too. So we don't... Verse and chorus. Let's all close our eyes. Oh, and picture ourselves. Okay. The strands in your eyes that color them wonderful stab me, steal my breath. Embrels from mountains thrust towards the sky, never feeling their death. And tell me that we belong together. Dress it up with the trappings of love I'll be captivated Hang from your lips Stared out on the gallows Of heartache that hang from above And I'll be your crying shoulder I'll be love suicide Greatest fan of your yeah. life. And the horn. Come on. The the uh, estrogen bazooka, as we like to call it. <laughs> Let me sax ask you Sax players, this. man. You ever see a sax player with a personality? No. <laughs> they don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the question I have for you. In the most respectful way, when you're 80, how are you going to sing that hit? I hate 25-year-old me. Put it in B, I thought. Oh, yeah, you won't have a hard time singing it when you're 50. I don't know. I Hopefully, you know what? I get. I was telling somebody the other day, like, I feel like I've crossed over into this new category where I go out to play. I still play seventy-five shows a year, and I play these, you know, four or five hundred seat rooms. Everybody's seated because they're all like me, you know. <laughs> and I started my. I, I I talked all the promoters into letting me start at seven, and they're like, "Oh, it's way too early." I'm like, "Trust me, we're gonna sell these shows out." 
Seven, dude, I got I got guys my age high fiving me after shows. We're like, dude, seven p.m. start time is amazing. I get home, get rid of the babysitter. I got get up and go to work. It's fantastic. So, I get a lot of credit for just showing up and walking out there. Like people are like, oh look, he's still walking on two feet. <laughs> I mean, you've, it's it's kind of cool. You cross over to this new territory. You know, it used to be everybody's got their arms folded and they're waiting, and now I just get credit for being alive. It's great. <laughs> Edwin McCain is here. Uh, <laughs> such a funny guy. I, I, I get it. Like, do you think if you wanted to, you could just stop everything else and just go tour? Like, there's because the '90s are so strong right now. It's starting to be like I'm realizing now. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is there's my shot again. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So let me just. I got it. This is a confessional. So I've got this little fighter in me, right, that wants to like go for it one more time. Like my kids can see me go after it one more time. And I was with my daughter's class. We went on a fourth grade school trip in a bus full of fourth graders. And I was watching old Prince videos, like live Prince videos. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to put a band back together and we're going to go on the road. We're going to put out a new record. We're going to do it again. And then by the time I had spent I don't know, three hours with fourth graders at the state capitol building. I found myself sitting on a on a park bench feeding pigeons going, this is okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. I'm good. But but here's the thing. So I've been talking with Lee Bryce about doing a record with him. And, and there's, you know, there have been people been trying, like nudging me, trying to get me to do it again. But name one artist that's ever been in the situation I'm in that has ever actually come back and release something that everybody was like, yay, new stuff. Like, nobody does that. Like, I'm guilty of it. I don't want to hear new ACDC. I want to hear Back in Black. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 but inside, secretly inside, I really wish I could just do it one more time. Like, put out a record, put a big tour together, and spend all the money on lighting and sound and blow stuff up and have tractor trailers. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it would be great. I mean, listen, you're, you're a South Carolina guy. I mean... I think you could do a song with a Lee Bryce. Yeah, I mean, I did a song with him on his on his last record, but I mean, I'm I'm talking about like full bore like a record. Make wait, a you did a song on his last. Wait, you did, hold on, let me stop. You did a song on his last record. Yeah, yeah. Who that song? Uh, <laughs> what was that song? Uh, Little Bird. Uh, uh, so, a story to tell. It's, that's the song we wrote. Wow. Yeah. I guess I need to go listen to that. Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> Honestly, can I can I tell this story? This is kind of embarrassing. Go he, for it. I'm, I might ruin my friendship with him. <laughs> so, it's a friend of mine named Philip Lamons was like, "Dude, Lee Bryce wants to write with you." I was like, "Who's Lee Bryce?" He was like, "You're an idiot." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Because I'm so out of it. I really didn't. I knew. I kind of knew Lee's name, but I didn't know. I'm, I'm totally out of touch. I got nothing. I mean, I'm sitting at home watching Phineas and Ferb, and." Uh, <laughs> And and he, and and so Philip gets me here, and I meet Lee, and I'm like, God dang, man, this guy's. I mean, talk about a voice and just a writer and everything. And we wrote this song in, you know, a couple of hours, and just had a great time. And and then um, and he had been to a bunch of my shows early on, and he was a fan or whatever. And and so we just kind of had this weird friendship that started from me being a hermit living in South Carolina. So it, it's just. It's just been kind of a happy accident, and then all this sort of, and here I am again, you know, sitting here talking to you, which is weird. Well, I'd like to hear, if I can keep requesting songs, this is my favorite part of my job is when I have people come in that I really like, and I can go, hey, do this. If you don't mind, 
I could not ask for more. Yeah. Which may have been my jam even more than I'll be. And then Sarah Evans did a great job on this song too. This is a big thing for her. I'm lying here with you, listening to the rain, smiling just to see the smile upon your face. These are the moments, and I thank God that I'm alive. These are the moments I remember of my life. I've got all I've waited for, and I could not ask for more. Here comes the aggressive part. <laughs> I could not ask for more than this time to give. Could not ask for more than this time with you. And every prayer has been answered And every dream I have come true Right here in this moment It's right where I'm meant to be And here with you, here with me Edwin McCain, yeah. come on. That's awesome. This is fun. I think you should. I think you should That's be good. open to it. We're ready for you. <laughs> okay. I think I'll, you should be open. You, uh, you know, in uh, Mitchell Tenpenny, right? So I, I got like a teenage girl about that song, Drunk Me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, this song's amazing. And I had him come and sit in with us. Like, but don't you think, like, this new generation of musicians are so much better than? I know they're way better than I was at that age. Like, I look back, I see kids on TikTok, and I'm like, holy God, like, they're fantastic. Like, there's some really great, like, technical players. And, and I watch them kind of doing their thing on the TikTok, and I think every single person doing that needs to go out and open a guitar case on a street corner and busk for a little while. Which is that's, what you did. Yeah, that's the only thing they're missing is this is this sort of fearlessness to go out in front of people and fall down and make mistakes and, and but learn how to make that emotional connection because you just can't do it by yourself with a camera in your room. You got to you have to go out there and play gigs and you got to play gigs in front of hostile audiences too. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't just wait for everybody to love you on the internet. You got to go out there and play for people that didn't didn't show up to see you like spend some time as an opening act that's a really good thing to do in my opinion <laughs> you know get out of my yard <laughs> my, my, my final question for you Edwin have you ever been at a karaoke place or where they're singing karaoke and someone gets up and sings your song while you're sitting there I got up and sang my song oh. <laughs> at a karaoke place in New Jersey and uh, I was like this is gonna be awesome this is back when like, you're like okay like I want to do a whole series on TikTok of douchey things I did in my 20s and now like I'm totally embarrassed about now but I was like I'm gonna like blow these people away they're not gonna be expecting me to walk into this karaoke place in New Jersey and sing my own song right so I go up there and I sing it and the guy that was running the karaoke goes yeah, that's pretty good. It's not as good as the original guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even recognize me. Everybody just kind of blew it off. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys go follow Edwin on TikTok. It's the Edwin McCain on Instagram and TikTok. And if you pay 100 bucks for a cameo, which I think we should raise the price now, yeah, yeah. he will sing the song. Yeah. 
He won't I, even be in a construction hat anymore. Yeah, I've actually sung other songs too. Like what's funny is people send me carrier requests, and then I gotta go learn somebody else's song and sing it to them. Uh, would you do "Hold My Hand" by Hootie Edwin? No, thank you. <laughs> I, you know, absolutely. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Is there a royalty I have to pay on that? No, I don't ask. You don't ask. You don't know. You did it wrong. Edwin McCain, hey, it's been a real treat to spend a couple of days with you, honestly. I know hey, we spent some time, too, together. Thank you. Um, just I was a big fan then. I'm glad to be a big fan again. I just It's crazy how things come back around in life. And loved having you here. I think you guys would all say the same thing, right? Oh, yeah. This yes. is a, of course. This is awesome. So fun. Great thank interview. You. Great great performance. And when you're 80 and you have to take it down a couple, uh, and you want to come and sing it again. Oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to be like Motley Crue and just play the tracks. <laughs> Just sing, sing to tracks. You could do that. <laughs> they do that. Well, pop stars do. There's a track playing, and they sing uh, over and under it, and everything else. Oh, like and the last. The, I went. To, I'm a huge crew fan, and I went to the the. You know, they had more fire and tracks underneath there. I was like, oh, okay, this is what you do. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody faults him for it. Go for it. People were there for the experience. Absolutely spectacular. Right. There he is, Edwin McCain. Yeah. Nice job. Nobody's hurt, but this young kid in Arizona took his parents' truck and smashed it into the neighbor's house. <gasps> that happened in my neighborhood. Six years old. <laughs> oh, no, not that young. Oh, oh. How old uh, in your neighborhood, Eddie? He was a teenager. I heard he was like 12 or 13. Okay, 12 or 13. You can probably drive a little bit. Yeah, you can at least reach the pedal. At six. Not the case. Went for a joyride Tuesday morning in Glendale, taking the keys while his dad was getting dressed. He's six. First grade. Police say the father ran outside after hearing after hearing the engine rev. That's no, but crazy. nobody's hurt. That's just funny. Yes. A six-year-old run. <laughs> but the truck was already in the corner of a home down the street by the time he got to it. Somebody inside the home escaped. The boy's joyride also resulted in smashed power boxes, broken water pipes, ruptured gas line. Here's a clip. From News 12 in Phoenix. Investigators tell us the boy grabbed the truck keys from the bathroom counter while his father was getting dressed. He was able to pull the truck out of the driveway and ended up in the home at the end of his street. Lija Vassan, whose parents live in the house that was hit, was stunned by what she saw. The truck not only hit the house, it careened through the front yard, smashing a neighborhood power box and busting a gas line. Glad nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine that dad hearing his truck revving going, I wonder who's out there. He can't even see who it is. <laughs> right, because he's so low. Yeah. <laughs> so this leads me to another Scuba Steve unbelievable story about kids driving. So Scuba, I'll let you take it away from here, but you used to drive as a kid? Yeah, between 9 and 11 years old. And why were you driving at 9 and 11 years old? Uh, my father wasn't the best dad. He tried his best, but he wasn't. Uh, he would be, what I saw was adult sprites. Found out years later they were Zimas, and he'd drink them in the car while we were driving. So he trained me to drive so that way he could drink, and then I would drive. So if you were 10 years old, yeah, driving the car by yourself, mm-hmm. and he was at, where was he? He was in the passenger seat or in the back having fun <laughs> with my brother and sister. You're, and what kind of roads would you be on? I would be on freeways like I-4 if you live in what? Florida. You know where that's at. That's from Tampa to Orlando. I-4 up and down the A1A on the beach coast neighborhood streets. It started with first with me, him training me, but he would drive and, and he would do the gas and the pedal, uh, do the wheel. How old were you then? That was at nine. Okay. And then I then I progressed when I was about 10 to then actually getting in the driver's seat and driving while he was in the passenger seat. My brother would be hanging out the sunroof, having a good old time. <laughs> but it was better that I was driving at 10 than him driving because he was inebriated. 
And then at 11, you were just the guy. I was the guy, yeah. I was taking him everywhere to go pick up more Zimas, adult Sprites, going to pick up groceries, driving around. I can go by myself at that point. Never got caught, believe it or not. I don't know how I never got caught, which is a blessing in disguise, but it's that's my life. Did your, I, I don't know, the where was your mom? Did she know your dad did this? Well, this is when they were going through the divorce. So she, this is probably her first time knowing if she hears this. <laughs> oh, wow. You never told her? Never told her, yeah. Because for me at the time, it was kind of cool. Like, I'm driving a car. I'm driving this little cool little Volvo at age 11. You know, it's not something that you would want to be taken away from you. But it was during visitation time. Uh, and then after 11, he he peaced out and never saw him again. But during that time period, yeah, I was driving like, the car. And still to this day, you haven't seen him? I haven't seen, no, now he's passed. He passed oh, last sorry. year. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So well, I mean, here's the two sides of this, yeah, right? This is a lot. First of all, it's extremely sad because you had an alcoholic parent who didn't care. I can relate. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Yep. However, if I'm driving down the freaking road and I see an 11 year old driving the car beside me, <laughs> I'm going to lose my crap. <laughs> I just. Not, I can't imagine that. Were you an extra tall 11 year old? I was pretty tall. Like I was wearing like a size 12 shoe. I was maybe close to 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so I could look like I was 16 or, or 15 learning from my father. But but yeah. You were 11 driving down the freeway. 11 years old driving down I-4. Did you get comfortable where you could just play with the radio too while you're driving? Yeah, I got to a point where I was pretty confident. <laughs> For me, it was actually fun. Look, looking back on it, I would never let my kids drive the car at 11. But at the moment, I was having a good old time. Isn't this an unbelievable story? Unbelievable. <laughs> It's another Scuba Steve unbelievable story. Dang, that sucks and it's hilarious. Mostly it sucks, but a little bit hilarious just thinking of an 11-year-old kid driving. Most and, then no, and then nobody got hurt. Yeah, nobody got hurt. We were totally fine. What do you think about that, Eddie? I mean, that's... Right. The it, uh, first thing I thought, though, was Dad drank Zimas? I didn't know anyone that drank Zimas. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> There's always course. these different elements. Yeah. We're always blown away by one different part. But that was what? What decade? That like, was the early 90s. Yeah. And he said if it's in a paper bag, it's I mean, okay. No one knows. We're okay. Zimas, they were very in in the 90s. Yeah. You put a Jolly Rancher in them? I would see people do <laughs> yes. that. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant, but people always put Jolly Ranchers in them. All right, Scuba Steve, thank you for your unbelievable story. <laughs> You're welcome. Dang. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A seven-year-old Texas boy has become a hero after saving his entire family from a carbon monoxide leak in their house. Michael Martinez has cerebral palsy. He used a wheelchair to get around, but he woke up to a beeping sound in the middle of the night, so he crawled to his parents' room to let them know. Everybody was asleep. They didn't hear anything. And it's a good thing because that beeping sound was the carbon monoxide detector who found a leak coming out. Hardcore from the stove. So thanks to him, seven other family members were able to get outside safely. What had happened, too, and they didn't know what it was, his mom had already started experiencing symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow. wow. I thought it was COVID. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> don't know what it is. Yeah. Man. And you don't even see it. It's It doesn't smell. You can't yeah. taste it. Dang. So he jumped out, crawled through, saved him. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, good morning. Hit us up if you'd like. 877-77-BOBBY. You're possibly, probably frozen in or just frozen right now. As most of the country is uh, settling in. Hopefully you got some some hamburger meat. We were searching for food last night because we didn't go to the grocery store before all this hit. And so we were just like, well. So we started to gather. Caitlin did... I, maybe like Iron Chef or oh. whenever you just grab all the ingredients and then you make something. Yeah. She made a pretty good stew last night out okay. of just random stuff. And we were going to try to drive to the grocery store, but even it closed at 5 p.m. Yeah. So hope, hopefully you guys 
got what you needed and you're able to get through this. Uh, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Obviously, the big story in the United States right now, I guess unless you're in Florida, which, <laughs> God love you, Floridians, just hanging out in your warm weather. But it is so cold in several cities, and I want to read you some of this stuff. Texas saw their coldest temperature since the 80s. It's so cold that pucks kept shattering during a charity hockey game in Canada. Wow. It's so cold that the Kansas Highway Patrol cracked an egg, and the yolk froze into a solid stick on the way out. <laughs> It's so cold that Dallas, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Kansas City, Austin, and Corpus Christi all saw their coldest temperatures since the 1980s. Yeah. Almost half the people in the country are under a winter storm watch warning or advisory. That's 154 million people. Which, if I'm being honest here, most of our people are going through this right now. Which means they're not driving their cars. Which means a lot of them aren't hearing me say this. Oh, so what are we doing? We should probably be in, in the house, too. But uh, maybe they'll hear it on the podcast. It's so cold. I told you the pucks kept shattering, but that's because in a couple places in Canada, it was minus 40. Dang. How but, do you live in that? Well, we were in minus 20 what? in Iowa when we were up there. This is crazy. Here's how you live in it. You only go out in it for a second, yeah. and you get back inside, and you're so covered with layers. The face hurts. The nose and the lips hurt. I can't. I can't even think of that. I still don't have my fingertips back fully from Jeez. when I was there. Uh, I told you about the Highway Patrol. They cracked an egg in Kansas. And just as it was releasing, it froze. It's like when they cook an egg in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It froze, statement. yeah. And it's so cold that a salt truck in Tennessee hit a patch of black ice mm. and rolled over. That's not a good sign. When a, the salt a salt truck, truck couldn't yeah. even drive. So there you go. That's the news. Let's do another one. Bobby's Other Story. Looks like Faith Hill and Tim McGraw listed their private island in the Bahamas for sale. That's right. Wow, how much? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> We're all wondering. A nearly 20-acre private island in the Bahamas has just listed for $35 million. Mm. It appears to belong to Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. It's named something, Lily DeAngis. I don't know. It's a balmy retreat. They did a whole Architectural Digest cover in 2017. So they purchased it in 2003, but they didn't move till 2012 because they didn't know they had to actually build the infrastructure on the island for people coming to do the work on the island. So they say it's great for entertaining family and guests. The center of the island has the house on it. It's a almost 7,000 square foot house. I mean, listen, it's a baller place. If you have 35 million bucks, you can have your own <laughs> island. There are four bedrooms, five bathrooms, and... There's a secondary property on there as well. It's an 80-minute flight from Miami. I wonder if you fly to a different part in the Bahamas and then take a boat over there because I don't see a little airport or anything on there. But that's how you know you're living in a place that's awesome, Amy, is that you have to fly somewhere and take a boat to it. Oh, yeah. Well, now we know what Lunchbox needs to win in the lottery to buy (laughs) an island that has all of that. (laughs) But I would say this is... Well, yeah, all of that. You could buy one for a lot cheaper, though. We looked it up. You can buy some islands for like $600,000. There's nothing right, on them. You're going to put a tent up. Yeah. I think he wants a house. Yeah. Uh, and finally in the news, a man was charged with his father's murder after police saw texts from the victim's phone with emojis that he'd normally never use. A man was charged with his dad's murder after family said that texts went off 
They were like, huh, he's missing. They started reporting in places. Hey, have you seen him? He's missing. But then they started getting messages. And in those messages, as the dad, were emojis. And they were like, he doesn't use emojis. And so they tracked it back. One of his daughters told police she had been getting text messages. But she was like, this can't be from him. Because there were all of the, the emojis, different ones, punctuation marks. And so all of a sudden they said, this is not him. The cell phone records showed the phone had not left the area near the family's home. Jeremy Farmer was arrested after a year-long investigation. So it ended up being that. An emoji. Emoji gate. Also, you want to text like the person you're impersonating, right? Like if you were texting as me, you probably misspell a few words. (laughs) No punctuation. No punctuation at all. Keep it short. If you do put, yeah, very short. (laughs) And if you do put a period, you put a space in between the period. Uh, and, and the last word. All right, there you go. That's the news. Thank you very much. Bobby's Big Story. Hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. If you're able to have one, it was just about to start the ice storm here. It had been moving east the whole time, and we were like, ooh, can we do it? We had a reservation at a place to go have dinner. And so we still got there, but on the way out, it hit hard, and we drove about five miles an hour home. I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. So we go to have dinner. And I got Caitlin just two gifts. I got a pair of shoes that I know she wanted that she liked. And then you'll be able to see in March, I think March, March or April, on the uh, Running Wild with Bear Girls, Caitlin and I did it together. And at one point in the show, without revealing too much, there was this huge cliff that she had to go down on a rope. And she was a little emotional because she'd never done anything like this before. And listen, I was scared to death too, but it was this massive cliff and she was emotional she had tears in her eyes she's like i don't know if i can do this and she goes down the cliff and i went down after her i was the last one to go and as i was going down once she already made the bottom i was so proud of her i I pulled a piece of the rock from the cliff and put it in my pocket oh nice and i wrote the date on it and then i gave it to her last night i was like i was so proud of you when you did that i pulled a piece of the cliff from the from the you know from our, our voyage down and put it in a little box. Hey, I hope she didn't think it was jewelry because it was in a box that looked like jewelry. Now that I think back, I hope she didn't go, oh, I wonder if this is a necklace because she's not a big jewelry person, really, but still it was in a jewelry box. Um, but I thought that was pretty sweet. Amy, you? No, that is definitely so sweet and thoughtful. Like you were thinking ahead and it's something that she can keep forever as a memory of something that you both went through together. I think yeah. it's super special. I want you guys to be able to see that. When it comes out, and maybe in March, uh, she she crushes it. A woman's Valentine's Day gift to her husband was a collage, which sounds sweet, right, Amy? Yeah. Something thoughtful, yeah. Except it was all the other women's Instagram photos he liked. Oh! Oh, that's funny. <laughs> There's a woman named Gloria who talked about the gift she got her husband. She printed out photos of all the other women's sexy photos he had been liking on Instagram, put them on sticks, and then stuck those sticks into a piece of foam to make a collage sculpture with them. Hilarious. Also, how is she finding out what he likes? Because Instagram has kind of taken that option out Mm -hmm. where you can't tell what people are liking. I don't know. So I follow Sarah Foster on Instagram, which her, her she's like a model person. Her parents are famous. But anyway... She put up a post of her husband with two screenshots of those. She was like, happy Valentine's Day to my man who has yet to figure out that I can see photos he's liking. And the two photos he posted were these girls in swimsuits. <laughs> like, And she circled his name. So 
she must, it must be to where you can still see if someone you follow liked it. Well, that's why I only like things in my mind, right? <laughs> if I like it, I like it in my heart, in my mind, and that's it, yes. Doesn't Eddie like photos that are weird? When? No, I think twice you, you, before I hit that You got that in heart. trouble before, didn't you? I don't remember. Because we on the show were saying, Eddie, stop liking photos I like that. I think you guys said something or you saw one that I liked, and I don't remember doing it, and there was no proof of it, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no proof of it. Uh, here we go. We did, Caitlin and I did this over the weekend, and so we said, hey, tell us your dumbest fight. But here is our clip from uh, over the weekend we posted. Couples of TikTok, tell us your dumbest fight and we'll go first. One time Bobby was golfing with his guy friends. I went to Olive Garden with a girlfriend of mine. Text him, said, do you want dinner? He said, yes. I bring home dinner and it's the wrong soup. So he opens the soup. He goes, gets mad at me. It's, it's a bad kind. Marches over to the refrigerator, puts the soup in the refrigerator. Goes, plays PS5, and then starves all night just to prove a point. But you know I don't like that kind of soup. I don't care if you go hungry. It was the red soup. I like the white soup. You know it's that. It's totally my fault. I can't believe I did that. I'm still bitter. If I would have got you the wrong food that you love, you would have held it against me too. False. Okay, so that's the <laughs> dumbest fight we ever... I was just in shock because she knew I hated that soup. And I did go... And then I just starved the whole night. Again... I understand it was a dumb fight. Yes, Amy, I see you're just you're lit up right now. Well, I mean, I just want to offer you some comfort because one of my dumb fights is from like 2010 and it involves food. What so, was it? Okay, so we were living in North Carolina, placed an order at Mellow Mushroom to go pick it up. My husband went and picked it up. We got the barbecue chicken with, and it comes with this awesome barbecue swirl in the middle. And my husband got all the way home with it and I opened it up and there was no barbecue swirl. But that's like the thing that makes the pizza. And I always try to tell him when you're picking up food, make sure you look at it before you leave. Like always check and make sure they're giving you the right order. Make sure it's what you got. You don't just pick it up and then walk I out. I never do that. I do. I just pick it up and run. Like I'm robbing a bank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I think I was hormonal or something. <laughs> I don't know, but you would have thought that it was the end of the world. Um, I even called, <laughs> I called Mellow Mushroom to tell them, <laughs> to tell them they forgot the barbecue swirl. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> and, uh, this is embarrassing because it's like, I so don't behave that way, but we got in the biggest fight. I think but once I picked up the phone to call Mellow Mushroom, I think he backed away and just avoided me for the rest of the night because he knew like something just mentally wasn't right. And maybe something mentally wasn't, you know what, let's be honest, isn't right with me. <laughs> and I shouldn't have just just put it away and, and went hungry. But that was a, mm -hmm. that's why we, I classified it as a dumb fight. <laughs> I remember her looking at me like, what are you doing? Because I saw the, the red soup and I went, <laughs> you can always leave that part out, you know. And she was like, just don't eat it. You don't have to fake vomit. I brought it for you. Right. I was an idiot. But here's the thing. You can call, leave us a voicemail, make it 30 seconds or less about the dumbest fight that you and your man or you and your woman got into. I don't want a big one, like a real one, but something that was so trivial, like probably about food, let's be honest. Here, here are some of the comments <laughs> that we got. From Miss Fox, I ordered DoorDash and my husband repeated his order 10 times to me. I finally snapped and said, I heard you, but then I forgot to order it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Um, Edwin McCain, who was on earlier, wrote, 
I slept in the guest room one night after a fight. She didn't even notice. <laughs> Here is Kristen. My husband and I had a fight. He ordered a pizza after. Just to be petty, I ate oatmeal. Hardest bowl of oatmeal I've ever eaten. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then finally, here's Kendall. I forced him to watch a show that I liked and got angry when he guessed the plot twist ending correctly within the first couple episodes. That's pretty funny. She's holding it against him that he figured it out. There you go. You guys can follow on TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bone. Same thing on Instagram and Twitter. I have the same universal name, which meant I can't get Bobby Bones, so I have to do Mr. Bobby Bones. Appreciate you guys listening. I know it's probably, if I'm playing the odds, it's very cold where you are right now, and it's white, snowy, icy. And if it's not, good for you. If you're down in Florida right now, hugs and kisses. We wish we were you. Uh, I think that's it. So thank you very much. Hope you guys have a great day, and we will see you on... Well, it's, I guess, Wednesday show, right? That's tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. The whole President's Day thing, <laughs> thing threw me off. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show. Oh.